Thanks again for joining us. This is the Your Boy Jello Podcast, Music, Motivation, and Life. This is going to be part three of our conversation with Arbinder Robinson, 17-year Broadway actor and vocal coach. We hope you picked up some great tips from the last conversation that we had. And uh, this part is probably the best part of the whole interview because we get a little lighter, a little bit more fun, and a little bit more uh, insight on exactly what Arbinder would like to be when he grows up. Kind of funny, kind of hilarious. Hope you enjoy. See you on the other side. If you were a kid, I was going to ask you, what do you want to be when you grow up? But it might actually be a good question. It is a good, it's a very good question. What do I want to be when I grow up? So here's the thing. This is so funny. Um, if you ask me that question today, yesterday, five years ago, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, my answer would be a dad. Like that's, that's what I want to be when I grow up. I just want to be a dad and not just a dad, but like I want to be like one, a really, really cool dad and just a really, really good dad. I lucked out that my parents, I think, uh, are amazing. Um, and I just want to put myself in a position where where I can deliver that same energy. So that's yeah. awesome. Yeah, and that's kind of also why I why I teach so much and coach so much because I just feel like I'm mentoring these people kind of like a dad would. So um so yeah, so that's my answer to that. It'll that's always cool, be- man. Yeah. Very cool. And I can tell you it is it is pretty damn fun. I'm sure. It is. It's 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 a blast. And and for those of you that don't know, I've got two little rug rats and actually homeschooling now. Fun. Anyway. <laughs> so all right. So this is an interesting question. I'm gonna try to keep this on my pad for, for future folks. If someone was gonna make your life into a movie, who would play you? Or who would you want to play you? If someone was going to make my life into a movie, uh does the person have uh, hmm. anybody you want? Anybody? What? Here's the thing. You're you're gonna laugh at this. You're you're maybe you're not gonna laugh at this. If someone's gonna make my life into a movie, I would want um, Jaden Smith to play me. No shit. Oh, excuse me. Oh, man, I just ruined the whole podcast. No, I'm joking. The whole thing. No, <laughs> I I would. Yeah. I mean, a few years ago, I, I would have said Will Smith, but um, but but now I'm thinking I'm thinking Jaden like. Don't sleep on Jaden. Like he's a, he's a really good actor. He's a good actor, and there's this there's this like vulnerable sensibility about him that you can just see in his eyes. That's already there. That if someone were to if someone were to were to play me, I would want them to have that kind of magic that draws people in that way. So yes, please. I think that's a good one, actually, man. I, I think I, when I saw him in the new. Uh... What was it? The Karate Kid, I think it was. He killed that part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He really did. I mean, it was believable to me. And I, you know, I'm I'm the '80s Karate Kid dude. So, and I'm sure you were too. So it was like I was like ah. So that's that's really really interesting. Oh Here's yeah, another, I, I, I watched that. I watched that that Karate Kid like reboot with total skepticism because I was like, you're never gonna top. But no, it was good. So, so I agree. I think you have to when they do reboots like that. You gotta, I mean, you want to be open-minded, but you're like, I remember the characters. I remember the storyline. You're hoping it wasn't too far from it. Yep. Right. So, exactly. Here's another one for you. Okay. What's your perfect Sunday afternoon look like? What's my... Perfect? Now, obviously, this was a question that was going to be for you when everything before went down, but... <laughs> Right. So I'll answer, I'll answer it in both ways. So, so a perfect Sunday afternoon for me, uh, pre-pandemic, um, I was in the Book of Mormon on Broadway at the time. So, um, 
it it was really what would happen before the show and what would happen between shows and then what would happen after the show. So before the show, we get to the dressing room kind of early, turn on gospel music and have our like Sunday fun fest before the show began. Between shows, we would either play video games together, watch something super important on television, or me and my dressing room buddies would just take like the longest, greatest, most beautiful nap ever. But just, uh, uh, there was just such an, an energy of like love and, and brotherhood in our dressing room. So like having that moment. And then afterwards, Sunday, uh, everyone on our side of the building would gather in our dressing room. And after the show Sunday night, we just have a little party, like celebrating the week, giving us the energy to go into the next week, being grateful that we were on Broadway and were able to complete the whole week. And we'd have like the, a little like, you know, one hour, hour and a half soiree, soiree gathering, and then we all go home. So so that's like a perfect Sunday for me. Uh, a perfect Sunday for me now, uh, what I didn't realize before the pandemic is that there's so much life that I missed out on being on Broadway. Right. Because my nights and my weekends were always spent in the theater. So um, there are like these these uh, family Facebook chats that happen through for my family that I've always had to miss because I was on stage. So I'm able to be a part of that. Um, there are always these great things that come on TV that I'm able to watch. So Sundays now for me have really just become like this moment where I can live like a regular person and just like catch up on TV and do nothing like veg out plan my week and do those things. So I'm able to appreciate that as well. But um, uh, in the summer, a perfect Sunday would be just getting outside in the yard and working in the garden and, and planting flowers and vegetables and all that kind of good stuff. So so that's like three versions of Sundays, right? Sunday during shows, Sunday uh, when I'm not doing shows, and then the Sunday, uh, you know, in the summer when the weather's better. So there you go. Three answers to one question. Boom. Great. That's great. So we're going to wind down here. This is the Your Boy Jello podcast and uh, the music motivation in life. Right now we're interviewing Arbinder Robinson. Once again, AJ, cool dude. He's a coach. He's an actor. He's a triple threat. So if you need a coach, I would provide that information in the links when we are done and when I get this uh, ready for you. If not, it's uh, is it at Arbinder Robinson or what is your what are your handles? So, uh, so, uh, Instagram is, uh, it's at our bender two, because when I set up my Instagram, there was already an our bender. So at our bender two, uh, but the easiest way to find me is, is just through my email, which is super easy. Our bender.robinson at gmail.com, or you can go to, uh, our bender.com and our bender is spelled a R B E N D E R.com. You found me. There we go. Uh, that's easiest. So that's yeah, it. that's it. So are you ready? Here's our last question. I think this is going to be a poignant question for anybody that is um, getting into acting and, and thinking that, well, let's not give it away. Let's just ask the question. Okay. What do you feel from your standpoint, your philosophy, what do you feel is more important for an actor? The person's talent or the training? Oh, this is tough. This is tough. I think, I think they're both important. Um, so I'm going to answer this question twice. So uh, talent or training? Let's talk about training first. Um, training, if you don't have the talent, right, but you dig hard into your training, your training is going to teach you all the tools that you need once you book the gig to keep the gig. 
the training is going to teach you how to master that audition room and overcome the shortcomings that you don't have talent wise. Um, the training is also going to teach you how to be the kind of performer that people want to work with, right? Because if you're the kind of performer that we want to work with, I can get over the fact that, you know, you can't kick your face when you kick, but if you can kick 90 degrees and I want to work with you, guess what? I'll put you in the back. I'll put you in the side. I won't put you in that number, whatever. I'll change the choreography, right? So your training can teach you all of those things. Now, Let's talk about the talent. If you have the raw talent, right, but you don't have the training, how is that important? Well, if you have that raw talent, there's a natural passion inside of you that is going to be infectious, right? That people are going to want to celebrate, right? If you have that raw talent, sometimes your ignorance, not having the training, will put you in situations that your trainee may have told you, hey, you know what? You're not a tenor, so don't try and sing that song. But your raw talent says, I want to sing that song. And you may blow it out of the water. So sometimes that lack of training can also work to your advantage because no one's taught you or told you what your limits or limitations could or, or could not be, right? Um, I think they both have they both have value. I think the the ideal world would be to find that balance of talent and training to make this perfect package. But I truly believe that there, there is a way to have a successful career if you just have the training or have a successful career if you just have the raw talent. Um, they, both have, they both have value. It's not like um, being a doctor where you have to have all of these things, right? You have to be smart. You have to get good training. You have to do this. It's the only way. With this uh, industry, being an artist, being a creative, uh, there is no path. So so they both work. But what's going to be important is for you to realize what you have to offer and learn how to deliver that. So if you don't have the talent, but you have the training, how do you deliver it? If you don't have the training, but you have the talent, how do you deliver it? So that's why I would answer the question. I know it's a long answer, but um, I think that's the most honest way that I could answer it. That's great. That's an awesome, awesome, awesome answer. And you're right. It's, it's, it's one of those, it's, and you see it a lot too. I mean, you see it everywhere. I mean, that, that brings me back to the point of the social media thing, right? It's a lot of people, there's tons of people out there are raw talent, but if you put them where in, in a situation where they haven't, they don't have that trust. They don't have that trust of the other actor. Or, right. So, Cause there's, 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 you give me some, I give you some and they don't understand that. Then we've got a, you got a problem. Yeah. So used to doing their thing. Yeah. This is why I like the voice. This is why I like the voice so much because I mean, a number of those people have amazing training. Like they're amazing. But there are some people that don't have the training, but they have the talent. And through the voice, they're getting intense training every single episode from all different kinds of people, all different artists. And I think that, you know, that helps bridge that gap. And then I, once I think a lot of people don't realize that they get that and that's why those shows are so good you know idol and voice i mean they have they're not going in blind they're 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 busting their butt all week or whenever the show is going to be aired up until that point to hit those notes and to have that swag or somebody says to them well try this they never thought about it and it just brings them to another level 100 percent, man i agree with you 100 percent yeah, yeah. And, uh, I, we're gonna leave with this I, I said i was gonna leave i got one more question <laughs> 
I haven't seen you in a while. I gotta, I gotta blow it up now because it's gonna, it's gonna, I have to, when I do all the post stuff, it's gonna be more fun for me anyways, because I get to hear it all over again. But um, when the, the stress level of getting into acting, like if somebody is about to, thinks they're interested in doing something, where, where would you say for them to, to look or find their, their niche or, or whatever it is they want to do, sing, act, dance, whatever it is, what would be a good place for them to start? Is uh, it instruction right away or should they just go get their headshots done right away and then do the instruction? Because I know a lot of people, one, don't have the money, two, it's really hard to do that now anyways. But three, when this is all done, what kind of information or, or guidance can you give somebody that's a, a greenhorn getting into the game? Uh, here's the thing. This is so interesting. Uh, we have this thing called the internet. Uh, and we have this thing. No, and we have this thing called YouTube or Facebook or Instagram. Here's the f- interesting thing is that there's so much information out there. Right. Um, just the other day, I, I read um, another book on acting. And then there was a moment in the book that I was like, I don't quite understand what they're saying here. I literally typed it into YouTube. I typed in the question and who wrote the book. And there were like six videos of other acting professors breaking down that moment of the book. So I went down this rabbit hole of watching different professors break down this moment of the book. So so if you decide that this is something that you want to do um, and you don't know where to begin, I would begin there because everything is there, right? You can talk, you can hear some of your favorite actors talk about it. You can hear great teachers talk about it. You can then go and view performances and then just kind of get an idea of, of where you want to begin and then take that advice and figure out where you want to go from there. I mean, I, there's... Um, this guy I work with, his name is Justin Stoney. Uh, for people that want to be a singer, he has this thing on YouTube called Voice Lessons to the World or something like that, where every week he literally gives a voice lesson <laughs> on YouTube. So if you want to learn how to sing, it has, it has ways to practice and scales and it breaks down all of these musical terms that you'll eventually need to know. And it's just right there online. He has like 200 plus episodes. So That's it's like... Awesome. It's voice lessons to the world. So, um, so yeah, so like everything is there. So I would say if, if you, if you're brand new and you don't know where to begin at all, I would start there because in a video, you're going to see it, you're going to hear it, you're going to be able to read it. And like everything is there in one place. And then that'll help you kind of decide where you want to go from there. So, so I would say just use your social media. It's all there. Um, yeah, I mean, there are, yeah, there's like Instagram live things that are happening all the time where people are talking about the industry, giving tips, giving acting classes. I would start there and then figure out where you want to go. So it makes, yeah. like you said in the beginning, don't throw all your eggs in one basket because I've seen folks do that. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of folks get hyped up and pumped. They spend their money and then they realize, you know, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a fight. It really is. And you have to be, you have to be, I think, in in all artists, creatives, music, musicians, and actors, I think you have to get to the point too where you don't beat yourself up and you actually allow yourself to grow that way. And that's a great point. That's a really great point. Yeah. The the other thing that I'll add really fast too yeah. is that um, unfortunately, uh, being an artist of any sort is kind of an expensive endeavor. <laughs> there are expenses involved and there's really no 
around it. Um, so, so I say if, if, you, if you're beginning, if you're just starting and trying to say, is this really what I want to do? Um, I'll say uh, initially when you're trying to decide if it's what you want to do, save as much money as you can. So, so find those free things online that you can do first. And then if, and then if you're still interested, then you can start paying more for all these things. I can't tell you how many of my friends are like, I want to be a voiceover artist. And they went out and like spent thousands of dollars and got this great voice studio recording equipment and then got into it and said, oh, this is hard. I don't really want to do this. Okay. I'm like, you just spent thousands of dollars, dude. So I'm like, start cheap first and then start upgrading everything from there. I did the same thing with my headshots. My first headshots were horrible. I photocopied them like at Kinko's because I couldn't afford to keep printing them. Like, all I know things. what you mean. <laughs> and then, like, as I started making money, I was like, great, I booked this gig. I'm making this much a week so I can afford now to get headshots that look like this. And I just upgraded my photos and my materials as my salary and as my work started to upgrade itself, then I upgraded, you know, um, Someone said, someone said, uh, dress for the job or, or present yourself for the job that you want. So once I got to this level, I knew that my materials then had to be at this level. And that's just what I just kept doing. Just stepping up my materials. Once my job level met my materials, I just stepped it up another notch. And that's just what I keep doing. And, um, and it worked. <laughs> Here I am. So there that's we go. Awesome. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, I would, I would, uh, if people don't know, yeah, I'll plug myself. Go to voicesbyangelo.com. And you can also find the, the podcast on there, but you can find my demo too. And check that out because he's right. If I don't even want to tell you how much you, you spend on your demo, but yeah, save your, save your pennies. And, but you know, I, I had already been singing and doing music. So it really wasn't that much of a jump, but it, I hadn't done it because I was doing the acting thing for so long. And I was like, well, why don't I just, so it was, and look, it was before the pandemic. And sometimes, like you said, you just got to be creative, man. You just got to sometimes. And that was my jump. That was my jump for 2020. Yep. You know, like I said, I got my demo and then we went, we got locked up. <laughs> I know, but, it, but, it, but it also gives you time. It gives you time too to like keep working on your craft. Yes. Right? Yes. No, no, no. Seriously. Yeah, it did. It did. And it paid off. I mean, it's starting to pay off now. So it's, you just got to, and that's the other thing. Um, we're going to leave with this last thing. Um, <laughs> you've said last thing three times. I know, right? Let's just say, be patient. And that, that's the only thing that I can tell you. Be very patient with what you're doing and, and reach out for help. That's the reason why like, I randomly got in touch with you for a, a, that my buddy, the guy I met with the music thing. So you got to network, guys. You got to network. And don't be afraid to reach out because you never know. Right, right. Oh, and be consistent. Be consistent. Uh, yes, consistent. That's, the, that's the best. So I'm gonna keep you here. Let me turn this off. You guys, thanks very much. I know there was only a couple of you. First time I've actually done this. So, um, Arbender Robinson, Arbender.com. If you want more information about what he's doing and what what he's up to, maybe you want to be coached by him, or he can give you some insight of actually what he does and how he can help you uh, become a better performer. And that's it. I'll see you guys uh, away on uh, IG. And I'll keep you here, our bender, on the uh, 